If you stop and think about everything happening here in the good old U.S. of A., you might believe there are only two sides to every story. Actually, there are many more sides. At last count, there were over 327 million sides to our American story. On this program, we'll take a look at different stories from a different point of view, mine. Hopefully, after listening, absorbing, and actually thinking about what you hear, it might just become your point of view as well. I'm Steve, and today I'm telling it like it is. This is why sometimes the truth hurts. Today's podcast is called Never Again. With all the hype, over-reporting, scare tactics, dire warnings, threats of legal action, forced isolation, social distancing, mask and glove orders, business closures, event cancellations, prohibitions against religious gatherings, postponements of graduations, weddings, funerals, political events, you might have to wonder, will we ever get back to normal? Or is the phrase, the new normal, actually going to be the new normal? All the talking heads on TV and radio are speculating about how America might look post-COVID-19. Fire marshals, whose job it is to determine safe occupancy levels at bars, restaurants, and meeting places for the purposes of fire prevention and evacuation, have now taken it upon themselves to impose new restrictions based on the sneeze index, the coughing factor, and their limiting numbers of tables and chairs at eateries, drinkeries, and other establishments. Retail stores are putting up directional travel arrows on their floors and closing off entire sections to herd people in certain directions to gather only essential items. The media is eating it up like a kid in a candy store. That is, if a candy store were deemed essential, essential enough to open, that is. The mayor of New Orleans was asked on April 30th, 2020, if she thinks the city of New Orleans will hold Mardi Gras next year in 2021. Her response was somewhat disheartening as she said that it would depend on if COVID comes back in the fall. Mardi Gras has never been canceled for the flu, and it's only been canceled like twice in 300 years. I think once for Katrina and once back for World War II. I could be wrong, but you get the idea. Mardi Gras, which should have been canceled in 2020 during the COVID-19 outbreak, is now possibly going to be canceled next year. Is this penance for the sin of holding it this past year? She was also asked about the NFL's Saints and the NBA's Pelicans games returning to the Superdome or the New Orleans Arena. She was even less optimistic about that. As the rest of the state of Louisiana and other states begin to look at reopening their businesses, New Orleans, the city that care forgot, seems to have forgotten about 90% of its revenue comes from tourism, people eating at restaurants, drinking at bars, and watching the ever-popular street performers. You see, the city of New Orleans bet its entire financial existence on people blowing horns and banging on plastic buckets on street corners in the name of tourism, even while it spent the last few years erasing its history in the removal of statues and demolition of priceless artifacts, forsaking the once lucrative oil and gas industry altogether, watching it go to Houston and Dallas, and just leaving the entire area. 
All this after electing decades of mayors who pandered to the poor and would rather see it turn into a welfare sanctuary city than to see it flourish as the historical former Queen of the South that it was in yesteryear. Did you know that New Orleans was once the primary target of Walt Disney as the location to construct Disney World? But mayors and senators and governors and their corruption and begging for kickbacks led Disney to choose the swamps of Orlando, Florida. This is true, and the truth hurts. Way to go, New Orleans. So what will the new normal look like? Likely restaurants with far fewer tables, mask and glove wearing servers, which isn't such a bad idea, forced spacing in church seating, far fewer available seats for concerts and sporting events, even the open air type, if they let them occur at all, and the likely failure of 60 to 80% of all mom and pop retail establishments, not to mention those large national chains that were teetering on the edge of bankruptcy to begin with. Now, as the city of New Orleans, along with many other cities, sit empty, with even less of a tax base day by day, with no tourists, nobody banging on five-gallon buckets, no one blowing trumpets, no cruise ships sailing in or out, the mayor of New Orleans has begun her latest panhandling effort by asking Uncle Sam for a bailout, much like many other mayors of downtrodden cities who have mishandled their finances for decades have done. Much like other mayors who will call the president a moron out of one side of their mouth, but beg him for financial aid out of the other side of their mouth. There is a financial impact to this whole COVID-19 issue for all cities and for all states. But to ask for $1 more than the actual costs directly related to COVID-19 response is irresponsible and should be met with a resounding no by Congress and by the president. If your city did a crappy job of handling its finances for the past 40 years, please don't insult me by asking me and other hardworking Americans to bail you out. You made the mess, so you have to find a way to clean it up. After all, you ran on the entire platform of making it a better place. Well, that's my two cents worth for today. Remember, this stuff's painful to hear, more painful to consider, and the most painful that you must endure whatever this new normal brings. Remember, folks, the truth hurts. There's always a benefit to stirring the pot, a benefit to all sides. One benefit is you might just learn something. Another benefit is I might learn something. The agitators who carry that big spoon for stirring the pot are the ones most likely to benefit. You see, most people that do this stirring the pot make a living and find their 15 minutes of fame by stirring that pot. The truth hurts. 